Hello and welcome to Life Sciences in Queensland. My guest today is Executive Director, Co-Founder and Chief Scientific Officer at Microbio, Dr Flavia Hugens. Flavia's 30-year teaching and research career has focused on molecular microbiology with a particular emphasis on human pathogens. Flavia, welcome. Thank you very much. Microbio is an Australian biotech startup company based in Brisbane. How did it come about? Oh, thank you. That's a really good question. Uh, so my passion and interest in infectious diseases has always driven me to think about that a better option of di- diagnosing infections. So my background in molecular microbiology and also my years of working at the bench uh, really instigated me to start working actively towards developing a better system um, because microbiology has been stuck for so long in very traditional methods to diagnose infections. And since emigrating to Australia, I really forged on on that passion and really wanted to look for opportunities and explore avenues that I could really translate the knowledge and background that I have into something tangible. And so Microbio was really born out of many, many, many years of me doing a lot of background research and development and proof of concept work. Of course, with the great assistance um, that I had from my academic alma mater, which is QUT here in Brisbane. And they really supported me in exploring and further developing the technology that is underpinning Microbio. The company was established by myself in 2017. And that is really the launch date for Microbio. And so we're getting just over the five-year mark now. And you must be so proud how far it's come. Oh, absolutely. I'm extremely proud and it's, uh, I have many pinch-me moments, to be honest, uh, because it's absolutely a dream come true. I've, I absolutely remember the, one of the first uh, conversations I had very soon after I landed in Brisbane uh, was with my immediate supervisor at QUT. And I said to him, you know, what my ideal and dream is for me to have my own lab one day. And ho- lo and behold, uh, almost 24 years later, I do have my own lab. Mm. So I'm hugely excited and proud for that moment to have happened. Your team had a significant role to play when COVID-19 emerged. Mm-hmm. What did you do here? Our basic technology is really founded in looking at fingerprints. I call them microbial or pathogen fingerprints. So the technologies can be applied to many different infectious diseases. And so uh, when COVID came along, that offered us the opportunity to really quickly pivot and use our underpinning technology for the benefit of developing a very rapid, accurate test. Actually, we developed two tests, one being quite innovative because we knew the challenges of COVID would really be in making sure that we can track the spread the contact tracing, etc., of this virus because it really did spread like wildfire. And public health authorities really had a huge, huge challenge in trying to manage the pandemic. We sort of took the opportunity to use our fundamental uh, core technology and look for a way to make a difference in the way that we can track COVID, uh, which we did very quickly. 
and we actually managed to get CE Mark regulatory approval for both of our tests almost six months after doing the basic research and development and filing uh, for approval in Europe. It just showed the dynamic uh, ability that the company has in addressing any emerging crises uh, with regards to infections and infectious diseases. Where do you see yourself and the ongoing work that you're doing with COVID? Sure, really good question. Because everybody has become a little bit complacent, Mm. dare I say, now that we've all had three, four, how many rounds of vaccinations probably will continue for a very long time. COVID's never going to go away. Our technology and our tests, we believe, are still going to be of use. As I mentioned, particularly the one test that enables us to look for the live virus, so tracking that live active virus and how it's actually behaving in different settings, in different communities. Even though we are vaccinated, the virus is still continuing and will continue to be prevalent in the community. So we do see that our tests will still have a place going forward. Microbio has also been working on a product that has the potential to impact millions of bloodstream infection and sepsis sufferers Mm -hmm. across the globe. Could you expand on this work? Well, this is our core and flagship product. And sepsis has always been a huge, huge area of interest for myself coming from working very closely in a routine diagnostic lab. And I spent many years seeing firsthand the challenges of how long it takes for the clinician to get a result from a very critically ill patient when they have a bloodstream infection. I actually thought that I could really work towards combining my background and expertise in molecular microbiology to the betterment of improving the turnaround time that it takes for a doctor to get a result and knowing what bug it is so that they can actually treat the patient in a very timely manner. Our Infect ID bloodstream infection test was really a very, very long passion of mine and I have worked in this sort of area and trying to develop the test for the last 14 years. So it's not that I dreamt this up yesterday. It really has had a very long history, but extremely excited that our test, again, has been CE marked approved this year. And this enables the test to be in market in Europe and in the UK, and also across many other countries that accept the CE mark. Obviously, we want to continue pursuing avenues to get the product on the market in Australia through the TGA. That is our very next objective. And then also more worldwide. So, for example, in the US through the FDA regulatory approval and so on. It is a very revolutionary test because it enables under three hours for us to do a test in the laboratory that tells you which bacteria and and or which yeast species is causing the infection without needing any delay, without needing any enrichment or any pre-culture of the bug in the blood. It is also based on our core technology, which is a DNA fingerprinting. So very highly sensitive. 
we need very little blood, in actual fact less than half a mil. So the test is going to, I believe, of course I might be a little bit biased, I believe will make a huge difference going forward in the way that diagnosis of patients happen who have bloodstream infections, which are incredibly life-threatening. Mostly in hospitals? At the moment, the testing will Mm. occur in sort of large hospitals. The platform technology that we uh, have developed our tests on, thank heavens, can be very easily put into any routine laboratory. That will be the first point of access for our tests. But of course, we know that technologies are ever evolving, you know, microengineering, nanofluidics, microfluidics, all the rest of it is is a very exciting area for us right now because we truly believe that our assay or our test can eventually be miniaturized to such a point that we could even do our test near patient. When you talk about the work that you do, your eyes light up. You're so proud of how far you've come. Although it didn't all happen here for you in Australia because you uh, migrated to Queensland some years ago, and we'll talk about that, but you were born in South Africa. That's correct. What attracted you to this? To come to Australia. To come to Australia, and mm-hmm. I guess this uh, choosing this field of work. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned previously, I had been working in South Africa in, a, in the largest public health diagnostic laboratory for almost 12 years uh, of my career. And just seeing firsthand, as I mentioned, the challenges in, in trying to get a result back to the doctor there so that they can treat the patient and having trained and done my PhD in South Africa in medical microbiology and molecular microbiology. All of that really culminated in my drive and and interest to look for opportunities um, outside of South Africa. At that time, things were getting very difficult with regards to funding research and having access to funding to further pursue these interests that I had. In actual fact, in the department where I worked in Pretoria, which is the the legislative capital city of of South Africa, um, my laboratory had a very large routine staff cohort. I was the only one doing research in a group of about 60 people. And so it was really very challenging to try and and gain support and gain avenues for funding in in developing my technology and research. So I very quickly started looking elsewhere. Uh, Initially thought of going to the US, uh, did a little bit of exploring, but it was just so hard and so challenging and so highly competitive. But always had my eye on Australia because I think it is, in my opinion, the country that can offer the best opportunity, the best sort of um, drive for anybody who can actually come and and really take their, their passion and their ideas to fruition. And Queensland and Brisbane in particular was very, very attractive, you know, having come from a, a, a town that is not as large as Brisbane by no means, But I guess looking at the uh, exciting area of medical biotechnology even way back then and how that was being supported by the Queensland government, how it has been supported and continues to be supported at the federal and national, um, sorry, at the state and federal level through funding agencies such, such as the NHMRC, the ARC, industry support, you know, commercialization uh, funding 
potential that is in the country. I just thought, wow, this is something that I really want to come and explore. And uh, yes, came out with my two young girls at that time and my husband. And, uh, and I have never looked back. What excites you about your field of work? Mm-hmm. So many things, so many things. I'm a- absolutely so fortunate to be talking to you today about microbio, but I haven't f- followed this journey entirely on my own. There have always been amazing people that I have worked with uh, who have guided and assisted me, and I'm highly appreciative of that as well. Um, But I guess it's really my driving interest, as I said, you know, to really make a difference, to really explore and utilize my expertise, my knowledge, my talent, to really make a tangible difference to the way that that people can can get the right treatment. And, you know, and and hopefully, I know it sounds very cliche, but save some lives along the way. So that, that is my goal and my passion and my interest, yeah. Well, you certainly are making a difference. You're also renowned for managing the complexities of working across mm-hmm. uh, partners to meet the delivery requirements. Mm-hmm. How do you do this? It's, uh, it's hard work. <laughs> mm. um, I'm a bit of a workaholic as well, as my family will attest, unfortunately. Um, so, and, and my never give up tenacity and passion uh, underpin all of that. So I will always ensure that the job gets done no matter what. Um, And in actual fact, um, when I started Microbio back in 2017, I was still full-time academic at QUT. I was the the project or program leader of a very large infectious disease research group at QUT. I had a full teaching load. Um, I had a young, well, I had a family and my research and my product interests. So trying to juggle that um, was interesting, to say the least. And then, of course, microbio. But again, you know, it was really through the connectivity that I had established Uh, Over the years, working in Brisbane, working with Queensland Health, working with industry partners and etc. Trying to manage all of that, a lot of organisation and time management skills. But as I said, always ensuring that the milestones that were set were realistic. And I think that's probably the key message, you know, for anybody who's wanting to go down the research pathway or, you know, working with industry, you know, that that you have to be very real about what you can do, given the time frame, given your resources, given, you know, everything that you can do to achieve those milestones. So, yes, it has been at times very stressful, very time consuming. But again, just that drive to make sure that everything is done. In addition to setting those realistic expectations are there are there other challenges for scientists researchers clinicians as they continue working on solving the mm-hmm. health challenges a lot faster because that seems to be the focus today is achieving more in a shorter time absolutely there is the, there are so many pressures out there and so many challenges Uh, Just to name a few, I I think I've already touched on these, you know, funding, opportunities, staff, skills, knowledge, you know, all of the above. And I think it's really responsibilities across the board, ranging from government agencies through to industries and the biomed tech space that I live in, of course. 
everybody's responsibility to to be able to support people like myself uh, or anybody else that comes up with an idea that that they can pursue and and really try and get accomplished. Yes, there are uh, there are a lot of challenges, but I think this is in a very exciting time, particularly in Queensland for us. And what other growth opportunities is Microbio currently mm-hmm. exploring? We are very actively trying to reshore a lot of our manufacturing capability. Even pre-COVID pandemic, it was still hard and difficult and it took a long time to get things shipped to Australia. The supply chains were always a problem. And of course, it became incredibly difficult during the pandemic because our technology at the moment is based on PCR. So it does require some very sophisticated core components that are not manufactured in Australia or largely not manufactured here. So we are actively working towards reshoring some and and enabling and building the capability in-house to be able to do this. So we are very, very fortunate to be currently the company's house at the Translational Research Institute. And we are one of, um, I would say, more than a handful of industries that are in TRI. And TRI has a very strong focus, not only on translating research into commercial product, but they actually provide the infrastructure. Core to us will be a, a GMP facility. So a GMP facility really means super clean, super regulated environment that you can actually work in towards developing your product. So we moved over to TRI in September last year. Previous to that, we were very fortunate to have facilities at QIMR Berghofer. And then prior to that, as I mentioned in my role as an academic at QUT, I had the opportunity and support, which I'm incredibly grateful for, of QUT to allow us to develop our assays and do our research and development in collaboration and as an industry partner with QUT. So our pipeline, as I mentioned before, is about manufacturing, bringing that back home, um, obviously creating more jobs, um, helping to upskill. I'm very passionate about uh, higher education and really training students to be able to come into a workplace such as ours and skilling them. Um, you know, we've had to build this from the ground upwards. We've had to develop our own skills, develop our own systems, which again, very, very proud of and so grateful to the amazing team that, that I work with on a daily basis. Um, Additional products, just to finish that off, um, we are very keen to continue. I mentioned our sepsis or our bloodstream infection test. We've already got our COVID test. The very next one that we're really wanting to roll out um, as soon as possible, which also will impact a lot on the way that patients are treated and managed with infections, is to develop a test that tells us which is the best antibiotic to use. And knowing that there's a massive global crisis with antibiotic resistance, it is a very big challenge for a diagnostic to be able to quickly tell the doctor, well, you need to treat the patient with antibiotic A, B or C. So we're actively working on that right now. So watch the space. Flavia, thank you for sharing your story with us today and all the very best. It has been a great pleasure and I really appreciate your time and questions. Thank you. Thank you.